What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's safe. If you've got Rona, it's okay. It's not going to transfer through here, so you're good. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, everyone. Sorry I've been MIA for a while, and just right when we we're going to get the podcast started, COVID-19 happened, and it changed everything for everyone. And I've been trying to get people into the podcast room to record an episode with them. I kind of had a bunch of things lined up of people that I wanted to you know, interview and you know, touch base with and kind of bring them on, you know, so they can share a little bit about themselves and stuff. But unfortunately, it hasn't happened. And now that things are slowly getting back to normal, hopefully we can get that soon. Uh, this episode, you're wondering, well, who's he going to have on? You know, what what is this episode episode about? Well, this episode is actually with my wife, Christina. Brought her back to do a podcast. She actually lives downstairs in the house. And uh, I... Uh, I decided that maybe I, I should let her pass on up to the podcast room and uh, share a few things with you guys. But um, all jokes aside, this podcast, this episode is nothing like I don't, I don't want people to get the idea where it's like, oh, man, it's so it's down or something. It's just we want to share what we've been going through lately, you know, everything with COVID-19 that we've been. I know people are tired of hearing it, but, you know, everybody has been going through something different. So we wanted to share what we've been going through. And a little bit about what's going on and um, what's been keeping us busy and how we have, what ha- have we been doing so we don't lose our minds here at home. But, you know, enough's enough. Let's get it started. Thank you guys again for tuning in. And I would love some feedback. And if you want to come on here and share your story about what you've been going through to COVID, you know, during this whole quarantine. And, and if your business has been affected or your lifestyle has been affected in a very, very major way or, you know, crazy way. uh you know, feel free to reach out. I would love to bring you on here and uh, just so we can all have some kind of uh, understanding about what we all go through. And and so people don't expect everything to be, you know, back to normal right away. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to, you know, have to go through certain steps or go through certain things in order to get back on their feet. There's a lot of people that lost their jobs. A lot of people that have, you know, been very sick, people that lost loved ones or, or have loved ones that are going through through this and and have been t- that tested positive for COVID-19 so um but yeah so f- feel free to reach out and uh, I would love to have you guys here don't worry I'm not going to check your temperature or anything like that I trust everybody here we're very very clean and we san- will sanitize everything uh so um again let's get started thank you guys Happy Hello, Hello. 
cold. Anyways, we're <laughs> on. Five random questions. You ready? Yeah. All right. What's the last thing you ate? Um, a tostada. How long ago? Maybe like an hour ago. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Second thing. What has been your favorite thing to give you some peace and uh, normality for you during the quarantine? Okay, this is going to sound so lame, but TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, no. All right. So a little confession about myself. Uh, I'm a big uh, softy when it comes to puppies or like, yeah. you know, emotional stuff of someone losing someone or, or you know, a loved one or, or losing your pet. I'm a big softy when it comes to that. And Christina <laughs> makes me cry when she sends me those videos. Because I can't imagine what my life would be without. Just, I was like, I'm crying. I want him to cry too. I can't imagine. You see how evil she is? <laughs> if your wife is not evil like that, she's not your wife. Okay? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I just can't imagine what it's like to lose, you know, my Trina or my Chewy. You know, yeah. I love them so much. So, so it's uh, anyways, let's, let's get let's get this done with. Uh, question number three. Um, favorite food to eat during the quarantine? And these are not going to be all quarantine questions, okay? I mean, I love me a good mango. Especially right now, I feel like every time we've gone to the store, I bought me like a good mango <laughs> or a cucumber. Okay. That's probably my favorite. Okay. Um, huh. See, these are random questions. Mm -hmm. uh, if you could pick anywhere to vacation right now, where would it be? I would love to go to New Orleans. Oh, don't tell me that because that's my favorite place to, to go. go. To New Orleans, I just picture myself there. Uh, that's my favorite place. In that haunted hotel. <laughs> Ooh, Le Pavillon. <laughs> yeah, it we'll share the story about that. It was crazy how we didn't notice anything until he told us. And then the last night. Yeah, and I was just kidding. I don't like any of that paranormal stuff. So I would not want to go back there. Not too bad. We're going back there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, if you're in New Orleans, stay at that hotel. It's one of the, the most haunted hotels in New Orleans, right? Or... Yeah, we didn't find it out until we were leaving. But yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is that like it has a lot of crazy history and pretty good information about things that they do there. And a little traditional thing that they do at nighttime, too, that, that, that was created there at that hotel. And it's pretty awesome. But uh, anyways, that was question number four, right? Question number five. Hmm. If you could name all the puppies right now, what would you give them names as? Um, La Llorona. <laughs> La Corajuda. What is it? Corajuda? Toma, I don't like paranormal stuff. La Corajuda. No, because like there's Corajuda. one that's always crying. La Corajuda. Yeah, and then there's just that one. Why would you one... say Chiona? Instead of what? Llorona. Llorona. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I, know. Uh, I don't know. Shut hey, up. I'm about to <laughs> pour holy water on us before we go to bed. No. Okay, the other no. three. Um... The little boy. Oh, he's so chunky. He'll probably be like Gordo or something. <laughs> oh my god, he eats so much. And it's like he'll cry like and you'll swear he's starving. And it's like, no, you're not starving. Biggie. Biggie, that's a cute <laughs> name. He's so adorable. We're trying to think of who to keep, you know. No, we're keeping him. We're keeping him. We're only him. keeping one. Okay, and no, I'd rather no, keep no, no, we'll keep two. No, we're not. No. Guys, if you want us to keep two 
and those other people, no, you should give them away. No, those that got my back. If y'all, if we should keep two, please message Christina and say, Christina, what is wrong with you? Keep two no, of them. Give three. It was very, very hard on Trina when we got chewing. Yeah, but this, she's the no. mom now. Okay, Anyways, no. for those that don't know, Trina, our baby, had puppies. Yeah, and that hap- that was not supposed to happen. Her and Chewy yeah, were supposed yeah. to get fixed back in March. And I was like, oh, you know what? During spring break, I'll have time off mm-hmm. to spend with them. And yeah, that didn't happen. You thought? That didn't happen. She, um, well, how do you say it? Got pregnant. She got pregnant. <laughs> she got knocked up. In a- on like the first week in April. And she had puppies um, there a week today. Yeah. And uh, she can't blame me and stuff, okay? Because it wasn't my fault. Like, I, I just, I the want, horror, I didn't, I didn't want them. The horror of that like, day when they I'm, I'm going to be honest, okay? I'm going to be honest. I wanted Trina to have puppies one day, you know? And, and but, I feel completely hold, hold on, different. Hold on, hold on. But then uh, when she had the puppies and I saw how hard it was on her, you know, and how tough it was the first you know, the first week, well, first few days, mm-hmm. I felt so bad. And then yeah. I told myself in my head, like, I would never want to put her through that again. Yeah. Now I'm a little bit more understanding of it, you know? Yeah. But at first I was like, oh, I want her to have puppies because I want her to be a mom. You know, I want I want, I want Chewie to have, you know, be a little dad or whatever. <laughs> I wanted to put their kids through college, you know. And, <laughs> That's what you think. I th- you know, I want you to be driving. You a, I want you to be driving a little minivan down the neighborhood, you know, with Trina on the side. No. and. All these little car seats in the back, you know, but it didn't happen. So. No, because it's like there's already so many dogs in this world, so many stray dogs that we see. And it's like every time I see one, it breaks my heart. And it's like because of these people, irresponsible people like us that didn't spare neuter their dogs. Hold on, hold on. We're responsible. We love no, them. We take care of them. No, because now, okay, it's going to be very easy for us to get homes for these dogs. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. It's going to be very, very easy, but that's because they're a little cute little dog, you know. And they're getting them from you know by from when they're small right now, but yeah. But what then, about in two years? It's beca- it, it's too much of a responsibility to them, and then they throw them out on the street yeah. or take them to a shelter. You know, like they're always cute when they're little, but yeah, that's true. It doesn't stay that way. Yeah, it so happens. I just didn't want that to happen. Yeah, you know? no, I know, I completely understand, and I also feel a certain way when I see stray dogs or or people that just have their dogs tied up all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say any names. <laughs> no, no, no. So, <laughs> hey, don't you laugh. Somebody ask. Somebody ask him, please. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. If you ask me, I'm not going to tell you who, okay? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, let's move forward. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's a, it's a little experience that we're going through right now of, yeah, you know, taking care hard. of Trina. And then she wasn't doing so well right away. Yeah, the next day she got sick, and I had to take her to the doctor. And well, of course, vet. you know, I took her to the vet because you know she had just had puppies. But I just want to make sure she was doing okay. And when I got there, the doctor, the the vet came out right away, and he was like, "Hey, you know, like she has a fever. She has she's getting an infection, like all this and all that." And I'm, I was like freaking out. I'm like, "Okay, we'll do whatever you have to do." So he's, like, "I'm gonna give her two injections, and you know, you can take her home. Just watch her over the next few days." We just need her to be producing enough milk for the puppies. So I bring, I get her in the car and all of a sudden, like she starts freaking out. Like she started crying and like, you know, screaming and stuff. And I called the, the, the vet um, back while I was still in the parking lot. And they're like, 
well, you know, that's going to happen. It's just like a muscle spasm because we just gave her the injections. And But, I mean, it was bad. But it, it passed. It was literally like 30 seconds. But it was like, it felt way longer But she that. was so sick. And then she wasn't. Yeah, she was she so wasn't, depressed. Yeah, she had like. She, she also had, like, an upset stomach and mm-hmm. all these little terrible things that you don't want anybody to go through. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's a little bit harder to, to see them because they can't speak, you know. So you don't know exactly what their pain is or what they're going through and how they feel. So um, I can only imagine what it was like being in the car with you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was but, but yeah, seeing her like how how she was with the puppies for the first few days, how overprotective she was, and then how much pain she had, like I felt so bad. And right after that, I was like, man, I'm an idiot for letting her have puppies. But at the same time, I'm happy that she did because you know I love her. So. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, <laughs> what have you been We've doing seen this? It cor- out of each other. What have you been doing this quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we haven't seen each other as much as, you know, for the, in the past few years. Even though, I, you know, people are spending a lot of time with their significant other, we spent a lot of time together. We did. We did. We did until you started working this year yeah. at the school. Yeah. Yeah, I, ju- I just got a, I got a new job back in December, so. And it was tough for me because I was so used to seeing her and being with her 24-7, you know, mm-hmm. and just spending time with each other all day joking around having lunch every day together because it was one of my favorite things to do was to eat lunch with her every day because it was like that one hour two hour that we had to just to ourselves where we didn't have to worry about pop-ups you know work family or anything like that it was just her and i just hanging out yeah. and uh when january started that was a little hard for me i was like uh what do i do I know. i'm like the new kid at school that doesn't know where to sit I you know because i would you know i would get home like at seven eight o'clock sometimes nine o'clock at night from work i worked at an, at an elementary school but there's times throughout the day where you really don't have time to do anything so i would have to stay past four o'clock to get my work finished and i was getting home really late i was not helping him with the pop-ups at all um, he had to do everything by himself. He was getting help from his siblings or, you know, yeah. a friend. But Shout I'm out to Cody sure. and George <laughs> and my sister Jessica and my brother Christian and Leslie for everybody always helping me out with the pop-ups when I need somebody to step in. And also yes. a special thanks to Chris, who's been helping us lately as well. Yes. You know, it's not easy. And then especially now with everything going on, uh, just the fact that we have to take a lot of, you know, I mean, we've always take safety measures, but now it has to be like where we can't have so much close, you know, uh, well, we have to be social distancing from each other and stuff. So it's just a little bit harder to uh, to do what we're doing. So, yeah, uh, but we're getting used to it. What do you think is the hardest thing during this quarantine? The communication with the customer that or like food wise or like I'm talking about in life oh, general, like um, just the fact that like, you know. You were everybody was living a certain way, you know, you, you financially and, and, and everybody, you know, some people were living paycheck to paycheck and yeah. whatever it was. But people had their night, their lives and, and uh, regular schedules or, or things that they had to take care of. And yeah. all of a sudden everything was shaken up, you know, parents that that, you know, worked and, you know, for eight hours, their kid was in school. So they 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 I mean, of course, not that they didn't have to think about their child, but. The fact that they were like, my kid's at school, he's learning, I can, you know, get my job done. Now they're both in the same environment mm-hmm. trying to get things done. And yeah. I mean, it's been hard because we both work full-time jobs. 
And then we still have the pop-ups and then I have my cupcake. So like I completely stopped doing that and then we completely stopped doing the pop-ups. So yeah. that was like extremely hard on us. Yeah. Financially big yeah. time because um, we were so used to having, you know, doing four to five pop-ups a week, sometimes six pop-ups a week. And then I had a, I had a, my, I was basically since November, uh, I knew the year was going to be like, you know, I already had kind of like an idea how the year was going to go. Because I had been booking gigs since November all the way through June. And, you know, some of those gigs were very big, you know, gigs for me and and gigs that I was like, man, like, I can't wait to do this one. Like, this will help me, you know, move forward in my business and be able to pay certain things and and grow the business. And, you know, you you get all these ideas because you kind of know how things are going to go. But life throws you a curveball and and you're not used to it and you know i lost a lot of gigs and and big ones the big ones i lost them all and and um you know all of a sudden that that uh that extra income that was coming in for the business is not there so now i have to use my you know my morning job my regular job uh to be able to stretch that to cover business expenses and you know expenses at home with you know yeah. normal things that we have to pay so yeah been very very hard you know but we've been making it little by little and then also you know we were able to get certain things done because of the support we had from friends of ours uh from you know from from benji the owner of of johnny's man he he looked out he looked out for us justin justin where who we had in the podcast before him becca garrett you know patrick and 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 all our our you know regular customers and and friends that support us like if it wasn't for them when we did those those uh pop-ups that we did you know during the quarantine or when we were able to slowly start doing stuff uh if it wasn't for them you know we would probably be in in a deeper you know financial crisis right now that we we, you know so thank you guys i really really appreciate it you know i i owe you guys so much and uh if you guys ever need anything this is being recorded you know, for that reason, <laughs> if you guys mm-hmm. ever need anything, you know, feel free to reach out. I'll, I'll be more than glad to to return the favor, you know, without any questions asked. And um, and again, thank you for looking after us. You know, it was uh, it was very tough. And uh, and you, you look, you know, you didn't think about it twice. You you were willing to help us even though we're all going through this financial thing, you know, and also our neighbors from, from our neighborhood, they, uh, you know, Vanessa and, uh, and Lauren and, and they, 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 uh, they made the trip all the way out there to support us as well at Johnny's, which is not a a close trip, you know, so it's a good of a drive and they came all the way out there to support our business and, and keep us going. And, and also again, uh, another thank you to Vanessa because she's been they you know during this whole quarantine they've invited us over to to eat outside and barbecue with them and and I just want to I want to thank my my neighbors and and everybody right here on my street because you know they they gave us that little bit of again normal you know hanging out kind of barbecue thing yeah. for us to you know to feel at ease with everything going on um so what else has been going on what else what else, what else have we been doing well i've been training jujitsu yeah since the year started mm-hmm. every and, day <laughs> every day and even when 
the quarantine happened, uh, you know, my coach, Brian, I want to thank you for, for still giving me that, that one-on-one, you know, uh, training, uh, during that, you know, when everything closed down, you know how much I, I needed to train how much I wanted to train because that I had just got into it and I, you know, I, I didn't want to lose it. And you were, you were, you know, so kind enough to, to open the doors for me to come in there and train. And also shout out to Victor Bosas from uh, dark side, uh, dark side BJJ, uh, no gi jitsu, which I've been training with him as well. Uh, almost every day, you know, he's been, he's been, uh, so cool to, to let me come to the gym and, and train on train with him. And he's taught me so much. So my training has still been going, you know, every day when I can, and uh, I just haven't trained for a week, and uh, I'm starting to feel it. And tomorrow I'm gonna get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But thank you guys for 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 looking after me and and helping me, you know, at least get my workouts in and and uh, get better at at jujitsu. So have we been doing a lot of home cooking during the quarantine? No, not really. We didn't. <laughs> no. We saw a lot of people do it, and we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I guess because we were doing it so much before. Yeah. They were like, we need a break. No, but we've been even so much busier because, like, on the days that I was, you know, to make up for that in loss of income, I was going to Shipley's with Daniel. Yeah. So we were going every day. And then I ended up, because, you know, luckily I was able to work from home. So I'll just, like, take my work with me. And if I had a chance to do it there, I'll do it there. If not, I'll do it when I get home. Um, but, you know, by the time when I got home, then I had to work on my school stuff. So. You know, that's been something else. And I, I just kept, you know, during this quarantine, like, I kept seeing things, like, people, you know, just people saying, like, don't make this a negative impact on your life, you know. So I ended up registering to go back to school to finish, to get a degree, finish my degree. <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. So that's something I've always wanted to do. And I'm like, I've always put, like, you know, my, I feel like I've always put, like, my dreams on hold. Like, I'm always, you know pushing it to the side Hello. and being like, I could do it later, you know, but this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I'm like, before we even have a family, like I really just, you know, want to have my degree. And we, you will. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and what did I tell you today that I wanted to start doing all of them? I told you I wanted to learn what? Oh, Portuguese. I wanted to, I wanted because yeah. if I'm learning jiu-jitsu, I, I want to learn the actual like yeah. language also. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, Daniel so. likes to pile so much things on himself. <laughs> he's there. You're already so busy. Like, I'm glad that he's, you know, focusing so much on jujitsu. And he's like at the gym every day. He goes twice a day. And, you know, now he has to go back into the pop up. So maybe Portuguese can wait a little bit. <laughs> well, I'll find audio stuff so I can listen to it yeah, when I'm driving. You can do that. You can do so, that. That sounds good. I can craft so much in while yeah. I still got like. I he has a long drive <laughs> when he's going to the gym. So, yeah. So, so I messaged Victor earlier and I was like, hey, as far as I know right now, Monday and Wednesday, I'm there with you. Yeah. And I'm going to be going to Hensel's also with Brian. Yeah. I said, but because Tuesday pop ups are back. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to figure out how I'm going to do that. And then Thursday and Friday, I'm at Johnny's, so I'm going to have to figure something out there, too. Yeah. And if I can't go Thursday and Friday, I will go train Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then also this weekend, we I did the pop-up over there at, at uh, Tenfold, uh, Tenfold Coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, right, they, nice. Congratulations, guys, on opening. They opened up uh, this, this past week. 
It's a very nice, interesting coffee shop that opened behind Johnny's Gold Brick in the Heights. And um, they do coffee classes. Mm-hmm. Like, they, uh, they, they give you a class on how they do their coffee. And they also kind of teach you what, what how they brew their coffee or the home brewing. I think that's what they call mm-hmm. it. It's very interesting. And, and the whole layout of the place, it's, it's really, really cool. It has like a modern look to it you know yeah um staff is very very nice uh they have a couple little pastries there for people to buy if they want to buy something to eat but from the looks of it they're wanting us to come out saturdays to do breakfast tacos so this saturday was my first time doing breakfast tacos for a pop-up and it went really well Uh, i got a good feedback from the people there and when it's over it's usually over at noon you can walk over to johnny's and get the party started for the rest of the day (laughs) But it was cool. Were they closed at noon? No, no. They're open oh. till 7 p.m. But the pop-up, my pop-up oh, okay, is okay. over at noon. So we can Sorry. just walk over to Johnny's and let's get this party started. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. Uh, what have... How hard has it been working from home? It's been pretty hard because I just don't have all the resources that I would have on campus, you know? And, yes, I could bring my printer home, but I'm just like, oh, like, where am I going to put it? And... It's just been, but you know, luckily the district has been working with us. And if you just can take a phone, uh, like a picture with your phone, if you need to scan something, they're okay with that, you know? So it's been good. How hard has it been communicating with like the teachers and the staff and everything going on? It's been fine because I feel like when you're on campus, it's very hard to even be able to communicate with them because they're in class teaching, you know? So now I feel like I'm able to get a hold of them even faster, you know, because sooner because I'm just either emailing them and they're on their because they're on their computer, compl- you know, already already. Yeah. yeah. So it's It's been OK. That's cool. Uh, have you gotten any feedback from like teachers of how hard it was teaching and stuff like that or or like from I parents? Just, no, I mean, I've been hearing a lot of parents say that their kids are completely checked out. You know, um, in the beginning, they were like, cool. And then they're like, um, there was this one parent. It's not it's not from our school, but um, there was one parent that I was talking to. It was a dad and it was so sad. I was talking to him because he was telling me that his wife left Mexico. She took the kids. She said it was way too much for her that he was like, so nervous. You know, they were they were too bad. She had very bad nerves and anxiety. Yeah. So she took her kids with her and they went to Mexico and. They're still over there, and the kids have not been doing any schoolwork at all. You know, they've been missing out on all this, you know, education. But, I mean, everybody's dealing with it their own way, you know? Yeah, and there's some people that have such a cool lifestyle yeah. that they deal with it differently, like Stephen Jeffries. What? <laughs> so, uh, shout out to my brother Stephen. Uh, he decided, hey, flights are cheap. Let me make it out to Colorado. <laughs> get a cabin and he he was out there for a little bit and then he came back and said hey you know what let me check out tulum and he's been out there for almost two months almost three months in tulum yeah that's nice (laughs) seeing his post of being on the you know on the on the on the beach almost every day and stuff it seems like man i would much i don't really like the sand and stuff like that but i would enjoy being at the beach right now No, but unfortunately, you know, a lot of parents, you know, they can't, they don't have the funds to do that. And, 
you know, it's been, I bet it's very hard, you know, for the kids that their parents don't speak any English and, you know, they're at home trying to figure this out, especially the pre-K, you know, like imagine pre-K kids and kindergartens that don't even know how to use a computer and they're at home and their parents can't get it. I mean, yeah, they got a loaner laptop from, you know, from the, from the district, but it's like, just imagine how hard it was for them to even log into it. And there's people that there's parents. You know, adults that are not tech savvy, so they don't understand yeah. it. You know, they're or parents that just can't stand their kids. You know, and th- that's a r- the reality. Yeah. Like they hate their kids being at home with them because, you know, they stress them out too much, and they find joy in you know having to drop off their kids at school. And I mean, every parent, you know, I'm pretty. We're not parents. I mean, we, we don't understand. We don't understand, but but everybody needs some kind of peace at yeah. one point during the day. Yeah. To me, it's usually when I'm driving. You mm-hmm. know. I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to music. I like to listen. To, well, the podcasts that I really listen to are a lot of like true crime and Joe Rogan and stuff like that, you know, and also just there's times where I don't want to listen to anything. I just yeah. don't have the radio on, you know, mm. and that's my piece. You know, some people find it sitting in the toilet at home, you know, on their phone. Like some people find yeah, it. Yeah, but there's nowhere to go, coffee. you know, there's, exactly. There's that's what I'm saying. To go. There's nothing to do. And. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, it's the kids that are suffering the most, you know, because I see it. I've seen it. You know, I'm seeing it happen right now, like with people that I know, you know, like their kids have nothing to do at home and their parents are unsupportive, you know. So I just could only imagine, you know. And then there's also, you know, a lot going on right now in the world, too, that's been kind of, you know heavy on a lot of people you know and and uh you know it's they're making a saint right now Mm -hmm. and i'm glad they are Mm -hmm. and um and we support it you know uh seeing how how, yeah Mm -hmm. we we support all the way we see how 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 they're being you know they're being heard because it's not just here in the u.s it's being heard all over the world and i think it's it's incredible how one person from houston you know, unfortunately lost their life, but he's made a big impact across the world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I just think that's like a really simple to do this. I know. I just hate that. Not a lot of people, you know, even understand, you know. And it's even people in my own family, you know, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be, you know, a family of immigrants and you don't even understand the pain that they're going through, you know? Because I would hope that if I was, you know, if I was in that situation and I would have been killed, I would hope that my parents would stand up for me, you know, and not just push it to the side and, you know, but I'm just glad. I'm glad that, you know. A, a change is being done, you know, and and people are standing up for you know for themselves. And not just them. There's there's also there's receiving support from police officers, yeah. you know, government officials, and people can say what they want to say. At the end of the day, by people actually standing up for them and 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 supporting them, yeah. that helps. Too. I saw a video today on Instagram. Um, it was this business owner. She had a Black Lives Matter banner outside her business. It's the one that I sent you, no? 
I think so. But that man, you know, yeah. he he goes home. He first, I think he goes inside, and I think he spits, or he starts going off on them. He spit on the window, mm-hmm. and then he go, No, but then he goes home, puts his America Great Again hat on, and then this shirt, you know, with American flag, and he just goes in and just starts, you know, talking shit. Yeah, talking shit to the people that work there, and it's like that is her business. She has, you know, like she can do whatever she wants with it. You know, you have no say. And she said, like, I don't go to your house and talk shit to you for having that piece of shit head on, you know? And it's true. Like, if I see someone with that hat, I'm I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, you know? You respect it. I, like, I, whatever, gonna, that's your beliefs, whatever. Like, Not even I respect it. It's just, for what? Like... Why am I going to say anything? Yeah, why waste my breath on you? Like, And that's another thing. Like, I just don't like to argue with people like that. Like, I feel like, I'm sorry to say this, but I feel like I have, there's no hope. You know what I mean? Like, why, why waste my breath with you? You know? You could educate yourself if you really want to. I don't need to educate you. heavy <laughs> no but uh, but I'm, I'm glad you know a lot of people don't see the side of you and then they don't hear about yeah. it so i'm glad you're sharing this mm-hmm. you know and then they also don't see when you hit me and <laughs> no <laughs> no but but you know i I'm, I'm very very you know i'm i'm glad to see and i'm very proud to see how many people you know are are speaking up and and also like like the post you shared like a, a couple weeks back where it was like you know hispanics themselves sometimes you know we grow up with parents you know like you yeah. said right now like, and i mean the thing is that i was i was talking to my cousin the other day and she's like in los angeles it's very different like black and brown they they don't get along it's, it's really really bad over yeah there, you know with the gangs and all the violence and stuff like it's it's the worst and i went to an all catholic school when i was there so i i didn't i didn't see that you know but um just hearing the stories you know like one time i heard about oh, my aunt you know she got dragged but it's like you know that could have been anybody like but let's let's make this clear uh-huh. in the hoods of los angeles yeah because there's people that yeah you know they go visit the nice parts yeah. they don't see this shit you know mm-hmm. So we're making that clear, like in the neighborhoods of Los Angeles. Yeah. This is how it is, you know. Or where 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 we were from, yeah. 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 So I don't I mean I don't know. Yeah, because I mean now people can go to in you know. In LA, you stay nice... where you're from, and that's it. Like you don't you don't travel. You yeah. Know, other places, so. I mean, I just remember being in a neighborhood of just Hispanics, you know. Um. And I don't understand. I don't understand how they feel, but. It's like, but now it's happening, you know, and it's not the, you know, blacks that are doing that to us, you know, it's, I'm, we're being racially discriminated against with white people, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's like, like, you know, growing up, I went to school and, and, and with, you know blacks and hispanics and i never really mm-hmm. saw caucasian people or white people no. at, at school with us you know yeah. it, it was hard when you saw one you probably saw one or two you know 
and most of the time they were and their parents were you know black and white you know or you or know. there was that one 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 boy yeah and i remember him being bullied all the time yeah right yeah his parents were white all the and time. and um but anyways like what i'm what i'm trying to say it's it's you know growing up you you don't realize it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. because you're amongst each other there mm-hmm. but outside of school you don't know what they went through yeah. you know you don't know how the walk home for them was yeah. you know or them waiting for the bus or you know if if they missed the bus how they had to walk to school and and as they're walking to school people will judge them or something you know we didn't mm-hmm. see that you know what i'm saying we don't know how their conditions of living was you know yeah. for us it was ours with our parents and stuff you know yeah. but i guess growing up and being at at shipley's in in third ward mm-hmm. where george floyd's from you know yeah you know seeing the students of the school that high school that he went to also yeah. you know all these years um you don't pay attention to these things until later. Like I started noticing maybe a couple of years ago that a lot of students get off the Metro rail. Yep. Parents don't drop them off. I remember seeing the oh, two oh, little the, kids, the two little kids, the two little, yeah, the small kids, like man. what? Maybe five and six. Yeah. At the Metro rail. Yes. Without parents. Yes. Running over there across yeah. that Metro to make sure they're not late to school. Yeah. And the older one, you know, buying breakfast for the smaller yeah. one and then kind of like they never had enough money. They yeah. just had two dollars. They, you know, each of them had a dollar and they they wanted a milk, you know, with their with their donut. We would give it to them. Yeah. All, every day. Yeah. You know? you know, and but just seeing that, like. I started noticing how many students take a metro, take the metro to school and even the bus or the rail, because they both, you know, come to that one mm-hmm. corner. It's crazy to see how many people, you know, how I many students. I think they students. took the bus to Shipley's and then took the 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 train mm-hmm. to school. The little kids. Yeah, those those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, all the students for for Yates, mm-hmm. like, you never saw any of them, you know, being dropped off. And there was a few that got dropped off by their parents, and you could tell who they were, you know, because their parents would even come in the store with them. And stuff, I remember you know? this one lady, she would come in every day and she would buy breakfast for her uh, grandson. And I remember her, I mean, she always had him very nicely dressed. You know, he was all, she, you could tell she just took care of him so well. And I remember her telling me, she's like, I can't remember what, how, she, how the conversation started, but I know she told me, she's like, you know, I have to take care of him. I have to make sure that he's good because who else is going to watch out for him? You know, this is, this is an investment for himself and for myself because he's the one that's going to take care of me. You know, I take care of him now. He's going to take care of me later on, you know. And uh, yeah, I remember you telling me when that happened. And there's that other mother, you know, that, that goes there, you know, with, with her sons and, and then her brother, her, her, her yeah. own brother. And, and then the son, the son's like classmates, the, mm-hmm. the few that hang out with him. You but know, you could tell, man. Like, she looks after him. And he has so much respect for her. So much respect for his mom. Yeah. And then that, that one girl, too, that plays basketball. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything about this. And Me then either. it wasn't because it... This is this is how crazy. I've seen this girl come to Shipley's since she was every a freshman. Day. Since, since she was a freshman, every day. And don't know anything about her. 
you know, I just know that she looks like she plays basketball, you know, and, and she's always wearing sometimes like a, a, a you know, Jack Yates basketball team shirt or sweater or hoodie, whatever it is, right? Very, you know, to herself, you know, people, when she walks in, people say, you know, students say, what's up to her? She says, mm-hmm. what's up? She grabs what she grabs and, you know, orders and heads out, you know? Never, never did you ever see her kind of, you know, starting mess or anything like that. She mm-hmm. was very in and out kind of thing. Oh, because we get disrespect. Yeah, by certain but students. Yeah, we yeah. get disrespect. By but students. I mean, you just, you just show them that you ain't, you're not going to take yeah, it. Yeah, you're not putting you know? up with shit, and, and, they, and they respect you back. You know, yeah. it's kind of like, a, you know, you want respect, you got to earn it kind of thing, you know? Yeah, but we're not going to call the police on them. Yeah, you know? we don't. Because <laughs> they're kids, you know I what I'm saying? You just have to. We The only <laughs> times we call police on, on people there at Shipley's mm-hmm. is when they're getting violent. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, and it's always like, you know. Homeless people. Yeah. That. Homeless people that they asked somebody for money and the person said no and they started getting, you know, crazy yeah. or whatever with and them. And even then, like, we would try to deal with it on our own. Yeah. Most like, of the time until, I go out there myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. All the time you go out there because you call the police. They're not they're going to get there 30 minutes later, you know, and then they're going to come up there with an attitude. Yeah. So and, you rather deal with it yourself. And and they, they come up there with an attitude because, you know, they don't want to deal with a homeless person. And the thing is that, like. The only reason we call them is because, you know, nine times out of ten, the customer tells us, call yes. the police. Yes. And sometimes we don't even call the police. They call the police mm-hmm. and they leave. Yeah, so that we have to deal time, with the police when they get there. One time this guy was like trying to fight this student. And I mean, I'm too busy that I'm not even realizing what's going on. And somebody screams at me, call the police, you know. And I did call the police, and when they got there, they were so upset that that person had already left. Why am I wasting their time? You know, so it's like, man, like, and then they want and to. Then, then, like, <laughs> this is the other thing. There's been times where I've had to call them because somebody's getting by on outside, right? And I don't want to have to deal with it. And um, I'm out there trying to calm them down, and then it gets to the point where I'm like, okay, the only option I have is to call the police, right? So, and I call the police, and they leave. And then I call the police again to let them, hey, you know what? Let them know, hey, don't worry about it. They left. You don't have to waste your time. I call the dispatch and tell them, like, hey, just can you let that officer know that's coming over here to, to not worry about it? The person left already. So they don't waste their time. And, you know, a lot of times they still show up just to make sure that the person didn't come back. But they show up upset. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like. I mean, and it's not all of them. No, it's not all of them. It's a few. But, you know. Majority of the time is the ones that are working that Those area. Those are the ones that they send to us. So. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to the student, you know, I don't want to take away from her. Mm-hmm. She's been coming there, you know, all her four years of high school. Didn't know anything about this girl. And come to find out that I see, you know, there's a, there's like this, you know, uh, African-American like newspaper thing yeah. that they do in the community that they, they drop off there at the store so people can pick it up and read it and stuff and um she was on the front page and right away when i saw her photo i'm like oh wow why is she on the front page and i see valedictorian you know mm-hmm. and i'm like whoa like hell yeah you know that's that's very good you know and then i recognize the person next to her and she was a teacher at I think my middle school or elementary school, but she ended up being the principal yeah, now yeah, at the, at that school where that girl's at, right? So that that caught my attention also. So I start reading the article, and um, I saved myself a copy because you know it just 
you know, seeing this girl, reading the article and seeing everything she went through and has gone through. I feel like this person is going to be somebody one day and I'd rather, you know, keep that one piece of, of knowledge that I know about this person, you know, mm-hmm. and, and appreciate it, you know, and I, I don't know. I can't remember the exact details of how it happened, but this girl uh, lost her mother, lost her father. Her grandparents that were taking care of her lost both of them as well. And she has younger siblings and she's taking care of them now. And yet. And how do you go through all that and then become valedictorian? You know, everything. She had all the cards against her, Mm -hmm. but she had the will to get it done, you know. And I'm proud to to see that, even though I don't know her personally or she, you know, she we've just interacted, you know, Monday through Friday since she went to school. But now I, during the quarantine, I saw her one day go through the drive through and I told her, I was like, hey, you know, I I read the article and I just want to tell you that I'm very proud of you. And and I just want to say that, like, you know, I can't believe you've been through all these things, but. I'm praying that, you know, you get to where you want to be and that everything is a smooth ride from here on out for you. And she smiled and she said, thank you. You know, I really appreciate it. And I said, I'm sorry. I told her, I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to, you know, have the graduation or the prom that you that you thought you were going to have. But, you know, I just I hope you have all the blessings, you know. And again, she smiled and she said, thanks. And, uh, and she took off. And, and I haven't seen her since, but, you know, I really hope everything, you know, just stays positive for her and everything just keeps going forward for her. And and uh, she achieves all the goals in life that she wants to do. You know, yeah, it, it's me a, too. yeah, me too. I mean, she has such a strong, you know, mindset, you know, to have to go through all that and, you know, still come out on top the way she did. Yeah. And it just sucks because there's a lot of kids, you know, that that go to Yates or, you know, any, any, um, any other, any school, any school yeah, yeah. but that don't have that strong mindset and don't have no support at home, you know, like just imagine how hard is it for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, like I said, for her and her, her younger siblings, you know, I wish them nothing but the best. Is there any other topics you want to bring up to talk about? Like, give me that look. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I like the direction we've been going through. You know, yeah. uh, we've been. We, we said we we're gonna we we're gonna just be and see how it happens and we how can it edit goes. This, right? Yeah, but why would you want to? Oh, I don't know. Let's keep it. I want people to see how natural this was because, you know, it just happened. I said, "What do you What do you want to do?" And you're like, "I don't know." I was like, "You want to record a podcast?" And you're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, she never says yes. Let's go upstairs." Yeah. You know. I mean, one thing that I've always wanted just to scream out to the world is, you know, me and Daniel, we've always, we've been wanting to start a family, you know, since we got married. And that was, what, four years ago already? Almost four years. Yeah, almost four years ago. And, you know, it just hasn't happened for us. And I always say, you know, in God's time, in God's time, you know, it's going to happen. And, you know, just recently during the quarantine, I had been diagnosed with, um, something that's called PCOS, which causes infertility issues. So um, that's been very hard because having to deal with everything that's already going on and then being told that, you know, we might not be able to have kids has been very hard. 
and it's just hard to deal with it on our own. But then constantly being asked, you know, me, like, when are you going to have kids? Like, you know. And I mean, not just not just by like by our friends, but like by our parents. Yeah. People that know people that know what I'm going through. You know, and I, I try to tell people. I try to tell. I, I don't, I'm not keeping it a secret, you know. I mean, at first Goodbye. we were just kind of like, yeah. well, when it happens, when it happens, you know. Yeah. But, but, you, know, you but, know, taking all these pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests and, you know, just seeing one line. And I guess it just, I'm always like, you know, when it happens, it happens. Like, it, I, it, it never really pressed on me until recently because I just feel like, but, you know, I, you know I've always told you also, that. like, um, you know, I sometimes tell you I'm afraid it's me. I'm afraid it's me, you know. Yeah, but, I, I mean, it's <sighs> but, not, you know, it's it's really not. It, it, it is me, you know, and and it's hard because, you know, as a woman, you want to be able to. Have a to, family. Yeah, to have a family and, and as a, have that, you know. As a man, you you know, I don't speak for every man, but for myself, I've always looked up to my parents and, you know, I've always said how I can't wait to be a parent, you know, since yeah. I was young, I've always said it, you know. Yeah, and, but uh, I mean, honestly, like, look, I mean, not saying that you're going to go with someone else, but you nah. can, I know I'm just saying, but you can leave me and you can have a family with somebody else. Me, I can't leave you and have a family with somebody else. Not saying that's what we what, what I want us to do, Hell but yeah. I'm just saying at the end of the day, I feel like it's all on me. Yeah, but I love it. it. it no, it is. It is. You can say it's. It could be. It's you or or you know like no, it's me. So trust me that I feel the pressure. I know, but, but all the time. But I've always told you how. You don't have to worry about that. Like, I, I love you too much. No, I know. No, I know. I trust you. I trust you so much that I'm... But that's not what I'm saying. No, you know, no. but it's just hard, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that don't know. And I hope that... I really hope that people listen to this episode and they, they you know, they, they'll leave it alone, you know, and they, they won't ask me. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of hard because, I mean, it's... It's like... Right now, everybody keeps making fun of how everybody's having getting pregnant right now, you know? But it's also hard to see everybody having a yeah. family, you know? I mean, it is, but at the end of the day, like, I wish that I could know, oh, you know, you're going to have kids this year. or, But it's like, it's a constant unknown. It's a constant, it's like, I can't even plan, yeah. you know? There's times where I I, uh, I pray myself at nighttime when we're going to bed, yeah. and I tell myself, like, look, you know, I've always leaned to my dad and God for a sign always, you know. And I've always told you yeah. how before we were even together, I always asked God, like, please just, you know, let me find out who it is. If I don't know, just make sure she's this type of person. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, this is what I want in my life. You know, I I begged him for what I wanted and I got what I wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes now. I tell every night before I go to bed, I'm like, look, please, like, if if we're not going to have a family, like just tell us. I wish that because I, we would love to adopt somebody. Yeah, like, like even last year, like w- I even that's what, that was the plan. We were yeah. gonna adopt, and but I was like, you know what? No, 
I'm going to get a full-time job so that I can get health insurance, you know, because mm-hmm. health insurance is crazy expensive, especially, you know, you just working and then our business. It's like, yeah. no, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a stable job. I'm going to go back to school, get health insurance. We're going to start a family. Try to, at least. Yeah. And, you know, I go to the doctor and I almost wish that the doctor could have just told me sometimes that maybe I was not going to be able to have kids. But they gave me that hope. But that hope is what... Is what we hold on to. It's like the to. unknown. No, yeah. but it's like the unknown because it's like, what if I'm not... I mean, statistics show, you know, like... There is a possibility. Yeah, there is this possibility, you know, with, with what I have. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we are, we started our, you know, fertility medi- medications and it's taking my body, like, it's, it's bad, you know? Like, and, I'm sorry you've been going and, through all that. Yeah, no, it's okay, but it's just like... I know how hard it is. I've seen how yeah. tough it can be. Yeah, it is. And, you know, this month didn't happen. Well, we'll wait. You know, we'll hope for the next one. But yeah, now we got five puppies. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's getting a puppy now. I'm no. keeping all of them. <laughs> no. No, but I love you. And I'm, I'm sorry, you know, you put yourself through all this pain. No, but I'm I'm doing it for the both of us, you know. I mean, it, I'm I'm pretty sure it sucks for you because you you're like, you're just there like, I, what can I do? You know, like there's nothing I can do. I know. I know. But. But the only thing I can do is make you laugh and. Yeah. Cook and dance and. <laughs> try jujitsu moves on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we all, you know. Chewie keeps us pretty busy right now, you know? Yeah. He likes to run off sometimes, and we have to go catch him. Yeah, like today. <laughs> like on my birthday, Manny, when he was like, oh where were God, you, bro? Yes. He came in. He <laughs> he came in, like, short breath. He's like, dude. He's like, the fucking dog right <laughs> <laughs> that, That's Manny. That, this, this is my Manny impression. Bro. Hey, what's wrong with this? <laughs> the fucking dog ran out, and I had to fucking chase him <laughs> in my fucking boots. <laughs> he did say that in my boots. Cause he's wearing cowboy boots that day. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, we didn't even warn our friends. That's messed up. We did it. Uh, but, no, because every I time did. somebody opened the on, door, I did. Every oh, time okay. I was like, "Hold on, hold on, guys," and they knew. Uh-huh. But he wasn't there when the memo got passed around. You see, he, he did. was the he last one that got yeah. here. So, <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Maddie. Damn. Hey, but I'm glad he caught him because it's very hard for yeah. us to get him because he just thinks that we're playing, you know? He just yeah. keeps running and running. And, one, Ma- and Manny's fit enough to catch him. So. Yeah. When, when was it? Was it two weeks ago or like a week ago when he ran all the way towards no, the it was, lake? It was like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, that was the that was the last time, right? Because we haven't really been letting him out Hell anymore. yeah. And I yeah. gave his ass a good spanking. Yeah, but every time he, we've we've taken him outside, we're out there with him now. Yeah. Up until today. Well, no, yesterday. So I, I the thing is that we have like a little, um, like a hole at the bottom of our fence. Yeah. So we block it. Well, we have a few that we have to get our fence report repaired, yeah. but, um, we have quite a few that we we try to cover, and we have like the little chicken wire, and like we even have like a little basketball. I mean, soccer a little ball. soccer ball covering <laughs> one. This boy moves but, it. But Choi has just proved to us that he knows how to play soccer now. 
he'll move it out of there. Yeah, but uh, he'll move anything that's there. I mean, this guy is like a his other life was a caveman or something. <laughs> God damn, he just wants to be a straight so bad. I always say no, that. It's he, like, he, no, I feel like he's trying to earn a street rep. <laughs> He's like, I got to put in my dues. The way he runs. He's up. like, in order for Trina to see me more than just a pup, <laughs> I need to put in my dues. So, oh Trina, watch me bail, watch me break out again. And it's funny because as soon as we open that door, Trina will walk out, like, be, be right next to us the whole time. Like, she will not She'll walk out. Off. She's like, where's he at? Where's he at? Look at him. He's over there. <laughs> yeah. Look, Dad. He's over there across the street. You see him? <laughs> Look at him smelling plants and shit. <laughs> Boy, you a house dog. Get inside. <laughs> And Troy's like, oh, I'm over here on the corner. <laughs> and she was like, look at us. Look look at us. They, they give us barbacoa. What the hell are you doing out there smelling plants? We eat barbacoa plants? tacos for breakfast. What the hell are you doing on the corner smelling <laughs> smelling plants and ass? Like, get inside the house, okay? Fine. Go lose yourself. More barbacoa for me. Yeah. That's how Trina is. You would swear that she doesn't give a damn about him. Because anytime that he's gotten out and I don't know about it, like, you know, I have the back door open. She won't and come Trina, and tell. She will not. Like, she's just chilling. I bet you she's the one that's like, Chewy, I bet you don't get out. He's like, <laughs> I'll help you. He, he's like, oh, yeah? Challenge, <laughs> challenge accepted. And he runs out. She's like, good one. Yeah. She comes inside very calm. She's like, uh, I heard there's one about co-op today. <laughs> Who, Chewy? Who's that? <laughs> Tries to distract us from going outside to notice that he's know. even gone. She even has, like, a cutout board. And puts it on the outside so it looks like a shadow of Chewy out there. Yeah, she's like, yeah he's out there. Can I have more of my co-op, please? <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that's our little ones, man. But they keep us pretty pretty busy right now. Yeah, they do. They do, especially <laughs> Trina right now. Yes. Because I just have to make sure that she's okay. Like the first, after she got sick on Tuesday, I had to try to feed the puppies myself. And I remember I went to PetSmart and bought some milk and... They don't want to drink that. No, they want real titty. <laughs> That's what want they want. They want the real stuff. Um, but I, I had to force them. So where did they inject Trina? They gave her antibiotics, and then they injected her with... I can't remember the name. I have it on my phone, though. But with something, because they thought that she still had some placenta left inside uh, of her. Because, you know, looking at her now, she looked like she got, you know, bigger nipples. And <laughs> like, Trina, I hope you didn't get a lift that while you were over at the damn vet, you know? No. She's like, I went to Dr. South Post Oak instead of Miami. Yeah. Hey, what's so funny is that, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell him Daniel right now because I kept telling him that Trina was pregnant. And okay. he, hold on, no, let me talk, let me talk. Oh, God. I have been telling him for the past month and a half probably, Trina's different. I'm like, something's wrong with Trina. Like, I know it, she's pregnant. Because, okay, Trina was t- TMI, but she was in heat. In the beginning of April, right? I, her and Chewy, remember that time I was on, I was on the phone with my sister. Yeah, just and, say it. They and, were stuck. Okay, Danny was upstairs. I didn't know what stuck meant. I never, I never been in that kind of situation before. But I saw him trying to get it in, and I kept trying to stop him and stop him and stop him. But finally, I was on the phone with my sister. This the cheese man was, was probably good. I don't know, but I. Wasn't paying attention to them anymore. And all of a sudden, I hear Trina scream. And I scream for you to come down. And Trina wasn't screaming. He was just like. <laughs> and they were like butt to butt, like back to back, right? Yeah. 
And I was like, what's going on? Like, and I'm like, oh my God, he's stuck in there. Like, how am I going to, how are we going to get him out? And you're, you're like all calm. Like just, you know, trying to, you know, not separate them, but like, just keep like, them calm kind of hey, thing. Hey, but Trina's okay. like screaming like, Arr, Arr, and then I started like, getting worried. Over and over. Oh, okay. Yeah. She kept doing it over and over until finally they got, how was she screaming? Stuck. <laughs> oh, I was like, is she driving and stepping on the brakes at the same time? <laughs> No. Uh, anyway, so. But yeah, no. So then that happened. Chewie got sick. So all of our attention was on him, right? Um, He was sick for about a week. He was yeah, vomiting. Poor little guy. Yeah, he, he was wasn't, very, he wasn't, very sick. He, was he wasn't himself. feeling himself. No, it no. was so sad. So that's how I knew that that's the week that they were, the the puppies were conceived. Where Because after that day, he got sick. So he wasn't doing anything else. So then. A couple of weeks go by, and I start noticing how she's acting different. God, pause. I like how every time before when Chewy would try to hump Trina, you're like, "Oh my God, I think he got her pregnant." I'm like, "No, you're gonna notice when he actually yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> when you finally notice, you're uh-huh. like, "Oh my God, did you help me?" <laughs> yeah. So then, I think he, she kept growling at him. Like she'll like she was very no. She became very aggressive. like yeah. She. She was very like, um, she just didn't want to be bothered. I even joined an aggressive dogs group on Facebook. You have every group on Facebook. No, because I was really concerned and I didn't want her to be like that. And she would like snap at him, like for anything. You're you're in a hot Cheeto group on Facebook. (laughs) Like you're in every group. You're on the regular no, hot Cheeto. Not. You're on the regular hot Cheeto group on Facebook. The hot Cheeto pu- flaming hot puffs. Mm-hmm. The uh, the. Anyways, no. The asteroids so then, group, and then the last one, the what? What is it called? Two red fingers. <laughs> two red fingers group. The the or what is it? Cheeto dust finger group. Shut or, up. Yeah. No. Facebook so it. I'm telling you, y'all gonna find it. Trina would like sometimes snap at us and try to bite us. But I wasn't having it. Uh, anyways. One day, she needed a haircut. We took her to the groomer uh-huh. and Chewy, and uh-huh. Chewy got a haircut. Trina did it. Why? The lady called us <laughs> and said that Trina was being very aggressive and that she wouldn't even get out the cage and they couldn't get her out and that Trina was this and Trina was that, which was all lies. <laughs> That's how you know I'm going to be a good parent. No, it wasn't. That it was all lies. You see? Like, no. Hey, relax. Look, they were all lies because I know my Trina, okay? And she's the sweetest and little I told thing him, ever. I told him, Daniel, she's pregnant. That's why she won't let anybody she's touch her. She's the calmest thing she ever. She only let us touch and her. And I told yeah, us, because that lady was being aggressive. She, yeah, she was mean. That lady would look. She was ugly. She looked roughed as shit. She was. Okay? We don't care. We don't care what yeah, you do to him. Joy, but, but Trina, no, she, she wasn't having it. But she, like, that lady was mean. That lady, I'm look, not gonna lie, I, I would was never outside, go back there again. I was outside and I could tell by her face that yeah, she was. Yeah, because only one person could go in. She was miserable. Like she looked. And miserable. unfortunately, Choi got the nice lady to cut his hair yeah. to groom him. Yeah, that's I'm telling you. If it was the other way around, Choi would have been fighting too. No, because so we ended up coming home and I told Daniel, no, I know she's pregnant. So then we um ended up buying trim um our own trimmers on Amazon and yeah, we ended we, up cutting her hair. I and it was hard. Her. She kept trying to bite us. I gave her the South Side Fay. <laughs> um anyways, but I all right, I got a confession to make. I had a feeling she was pregnant. No, I'm lies, I'm being, I'm being lies. Hold on, hold on. I'm being honest. Now you wanna say that. No, no, no. I just I didn't wanna admit it. 
Okay. Because I was like, no, I, I, I was like, I was doubting myself. Like, maybe it's just me overthinking things. But then I would be like, ah, but she might be. And then as time was going by, I started, I started noticing how, how like Hard, firm yeah. her stomach was getting. Yeah. And I was like, I think she is pregnant. And then I started also noticing how, like, she's always been very close to me. Mm-hmm. Trina has always been very close to me. She always sleeps next to me and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? But I started noticing how much more she didn't want to leave my side. But I feel like she didn't start doing that until we knew already. Because yeah. when we found out, we started even, like, caring for her even more. Yeah, of course. But I started, I started noticing she started getting more closer to me. Mm-hmm. Like, she wanted me to protect her even more, you know? Yeah. So, I started doing that. And, uh... And that's when I knew that, that she was pregnant, you know? And hold on one second. There we go. And, uh, and yeah, uh, when you told me, I'm like, yeah, you're right. She is, you mm-hmm. know? And I admitted it. And that day she doesn't have her puppies. But as a parent, you know, <laughs> I felt like I wasn't ready to see my little girl be, you know, go through the pregnancy, you know? Yeah. I didn't want her to be a teen mom, you know? And, uh, but... We're understanding parents that, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, okay, Trina, if you want to have a family. It's our fault. We're going to be behind you 100%. But we didn't expect for it to be five of them. Yeah. No, yeah. The day that Well, she I actually was, did count. I told you five. Yeah. The day she was going to have her puppies, we had a pop-up. And I was like, Danny, I'm going to stay home. So I ended up staying home. And I remember being, I had a little lawn chair in the in the restroom. I had her in the closet. Still there. No, I moved it. The it's purple not there one? no more. It's not? No. Oh, it was. Uh, there was times where I'll be walking at nighttime like. Because uh. I would sit there with her. I know, I know. But I wake up at night. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I don't want to make any noise because oh. I'll probably bump into it. So I'll just go yeah. to the other restroom. Oh, yeah. So. No, but yeah, but I ended up sitting there and like within an within an hour after Daniel left to the pop-up, the first one came out. And she screamed. <laughs> oh. It was. She screamed. You like, didn't tell me that, She kept man. going like this. Like really loud. Oh, oh it was so sad, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Don't tell me I'm that, like, man. Trying, I know. Not... I'm trying to keep her calm, and um, she finally, I think she just like laid down, and the first one came out. And I kept, I read, I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos when you left, mm-hmm. just to make sure I was ready. But you, I, I knew you were gonna do that because you Google and YouTube everything. Yeah. So. so then, the first one came out, and I heard how they're supposed to tear open the bag, the sack that they're in. Well, she wasn't doing it fast enough, so I put my nails in there yeah, and I tore it open. It's okay because I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, she was fine though. I'll she probably was... be cutting the bag as it's coming out. I'm like, that way we just get the wrapper done already and it comes out, oh, you know. No. But why'd you tell me? I didn't know she went through pain like that. Yeah. After well, and then the second one was fine, then the third one was fine, and then after the third one, there was like a little bit of a, a sack just hanging out. And I remember I, I messaged my friend Monica because her sister-in-law um, works at a vet's. Oh, uh, I thought you say her sister-in-law had puppies. I'm like, what? No. Um, she uh, works for a vet, and she told me, well, that's another puppy. Try to pull it out gently. And when I tried to pull it out, the ba- the sack busted while the puppy was still inside. Oh, my so God. So that hurt Trina. She screamed again. And I pulled the puppy out. What color was the one that came out? Was it a brown one already? Or was it one I don't one? remember. Because maybe it's the little one, the smaller one. It's probably the little, no, it's probably the little hungry one. 
That's a boy. You just yeah. talking smack because you don't like boys. No, it's just he's always taking up all the space. Look, this is my reaction right now to what you said. <laughs> and those listening to this, especially yeah. my my boy Ruben and uh, Jessica, I'm looking at the picture you just uploaded of of uh, Adam, and he looks he he's looks so like he's just chilling. And that's in Warden. You see? No. <laughs> had a little picnic outside. He so with his mama phone. Look at his mama. <laughs> I wonder what he's looking at on the phone. Hold on, let me zoom in. He it says, "Welcome to new health." <laughs> oh, look at him! He's getting his, his study making on sure already. Making sure his doctor's appointment. Future doctor. He's like, uh, make make sure the pediatrics get everything <laughs> right before I go to the office. Don't want to get the wrong ass cheek poked. <laughs> but anyways, Trina had five puppies, yeah. and they're four brown ones. No. Three brown ones, mm-hmm. and two black ones. and two black ones, but the black ones have that little brown on the on their chest and their paws, yeah, like Chewy did when he was a baby. Mm, they might come out like him, and then yeah. the and the, the other, other three. three look like Trina. The three, the three brown ones are all females, and then the two black ones. There's one male that's the chunky one, and then the one female. Why when you said one male, you did like this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I saw your... Oh, man. He's saying I put the middle finger up when I say one. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. because I had my hand like this, and I was like this. You see? <laughs> anyway, no, yeah. it's not but, like that. Look, we're trying to find them good homes. We've had two people, right? Who? We're not going to say no names, but... Mm-hmm. And somebody else you told me, I think. Um... No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, there's still so. uh there's still two more available. Three. There's two. three more available. Two. But we ended up posting it on our um Facebook okay, page for our but, community. But and no, these people have been very supportive. Like they're getting one for sure. Who? Like there's somebody that messages me twice a day. No, okay. two people that message me twice a day. So um if you're listening to this and you're interested, we're gonna put you through an interview process and to see if you are qualified to give these beautiful little things a home and let's make a question be able to uh love them as much as we do okay do a question and if you know how much i love them you see that i give them barbacoa and brisket and pork belly which you shouldn't do but i don't give it to them all day every day it's a weekend thing okay (laughs) so anyways uh what kind of what do do you want me to kind of question would you what's the first question you'll give them okay uh have you seen the commercial where the lady's with her pet and then her kid's like I cut myself and then she was like put a band-aid he's like but i'm bleeding on she's like put another band-aid on uh-huh. are you gonna be that type of parent <laughs> if your answer is yes you get to keep a pet <laughs> <laughs> no we'll show them a, a tiktok video one of them sad videos and if oh. they don't cry if they don't cry look, then they can't look have if one. you have not seen a dog's purpose and you cry. Cannot have one. <laughs> you better get the fuck away from me. <laughs> but yeah, my nephews have been well. Two of them, Giancarlo, he hasn't really been like, oh, uh, because I've showed him videos when I've seen them. Mm-hmm. But Julian and Tito have been like, I can't wait to see him. When can we see him? And I'm like, mm-hmm. soon, soon. Still trying to get used, you know, once they open their eyes and start wondering themselves, then we'll... we'll yeah, I think they're way too small right now, yeah. and then I don't want Trina to feel threatened or anything and then stop feeding them. You know, that's my main concern. Yeah. So. Yep, but yeah, we're going to give uh, Trioma away. 
to nice homes and keep two and just uh, love them and have four of them here at home and love them with everything we got. <laughs> you see, she didn't say anything, so that means yes. No. It's because my sisters were sending me messages, but no. Which sister? A group message. Oh, All of God. Them. That's when you know they'd be on their cheesema game right there. I wish. There's no cheesema today. But anyways, what else What else has been going on? We, we just started going back to Johnny's these yeah. last two weeks. And it's been going well. This past weekend, it went really well. And I want to thank everybody that came out and, you know, mm-hmm. supported us. Um, Even though, you know, I still don't feel comfortable, you know. What do you mean? Being out there. At like, Johnny's? I feel like they're still... No, anywhere. I'm just saying, like, anywhere. Oh, like, like I in just public. Feel like, yeah, I just feel like people are still... Like, you know, my cousin recently, you know, yeah. had COVID and she's still in the hospital recovering from that. And In Florida. In Florida. Yes. 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 I don't want Look people at Daniel to, like, <gasps> I don't want people no. to be like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> Y'all got Rona on the topic? No. No, no. She lives in Florida. She had just, this was her senior year of high school and uh, she got very, very sick. Unfortunately, over there, I think she went to go get tested and the results were going to come back in a week. You know, here it's two days. Over there a week, and she had been really, really sick um, until one day, you know, her mom went up there to wake her up, and she was unresponsive. And it's just, it was, it was, it's been very, very hard on them. You know, they had to, they had to take her, they, they, they from a little town, so they had to take her to Orlando, you know. And so now my, you know, my cousin's family's there with, staying in hotels, but, you know, luckily, she's doing a lot better now. And I think they just took her off the ventilator, which is very good. So That's good. I mean, we're praying for her, for her to get yeah. better. Yeah. And for her family over there, I'm pretty sure they've gone through enough already for them. Mm-hmm. You know, just hope things get better for them. On a positive note, what, what, what good things have been going on? I went back to school. Um, Trina had five healthy babies, puppies. They're all perfectly healthy. They're all eating good. I'm so happy for that because everybody kept telling me, like, the first litter, they're not going to survive. Daniel told me that. The first litter. I didn't say they're not going to survive. I was saying it's very hard on the first litter. Like, I've seen it happen before where, you know, most of them or all of them don't make it. So you have to be Or even, like, my my mom, you know, um, our family dog Cookie, you know, she had two litters, and the first one, each one, they they always had that one that didn't survive, and it's just because I don't know if they just didn't have the strength to eat, or mom wasn't keeping them warm. I'm not sure, but um, on both her litters, one of them died, and thank God, you know, they're all five. One of them skinny, small, but you know, she's, no, she she's, but no, but she's she's been getting she's been getting weight, so that's good. Yeah, but, she but she's the smallest one out of them. But I feel like now I can't even, I don't even know which one it is. She's like, she got all the, she's the one that got the last of the genes. You know? <laughs> I don't even know which one it is anymore because I, I don't even know who, like, who's who. Like, I just know three of them are brown and two of them are black. And one of them has a penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because the first few days I didn't know, you know, because I just was, I didn't yeah, want to touch them touch too them. much. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to upset Trina and. I heard people kept asking me, and I had already posted them, basically, not for sale, but, like, you know, I was trying to find homes for them. And people were asking me, well, how many, you know, how many males do you have? How many? I'm like, I don't even know. I haven't even checked until Trina gives me that, you know, chance to, I'm not going to. 
So finally, I think one time I, I ended up, I was changing their beds, their bedding, and I ended up checking real quick. Because usually I have to do it very, very fast. Because she won't, she will not let me, so. I have to kind of distract that her. That day I had a little bit more time. No, I think you were out, you had her outside. She had finally, she was finally okay to go outside to use the restroom. And I closed the restroom door where I have, the, well, the closet door where I have them. And I checked real quick, and I and it was I just started laughing because me and Danny are always making fun of this kind of stuff about how girls are better than boys. He's saying boys are better than girls. No, like, I don't say boys are better than girls. I just say because Christina has this this idea because okay, so Christina grew up with nothing but girls in her house, but for some reason she has this idea that boys are like terrible. They no, are. They're bad. But, but she didn't grow up with any boys in her house. Right? I had boy cousins. That, that but you didn't live with them bad. in your house. And like, they ate a yeah, lot. I have cousins that were bad too. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, yeah. That's it. That, you were bad. You were one of them. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I was. Uh, I do not recall that. I but heard. Anyways, uh, so Christina has this this thing that boys are terrible, but you know I disagree. You know, and to prove it, I have two nieces, three nephews, and I've been seeing them how they grow up and, and, and how they're growing up and stuff like that. And the boys are, you know, boys are boys. They're 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 chill sometimes. Sometimes they're they're, you know, very rowdy. Sometimes they're, you know, they're just cool. You know, the girls, though, <laughs> my nieces, they are they're funny. Mm-hmm. They are very energetic. They are always getting into something. Yeah. No, but it's mainly just one, the young one, because the other one is calm. Yeah, yeah. But when she was when she was when she was younger, when she was younger, she wasn't so calm. Yeah. yeah. But no, but she's so calm. You can say their names, Lee and Milena. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the youngest one, Milena, she is a firecracker. Yeah. It's just, I mean, my with me and all my sisters. Like I remember, my mom could go to the store and. We will be no trouble, you know? Like, yeah. we were all well-behaved. I mean, we didn't start acting bad till we were in our teens. But as kids, as toddlers, you know, we were good. Yeah. But I've seen boys, and they're just like, they can't stay still. But you see the wrong ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, Daniel, you were one of them. How do you know? Because I know. My family? Your family has told me. So you believe my family? Because I've seen you in high school, and you were... Hey, I've always been myself. Okay, okay, that is what does that doesn't mean? mean that's terrible. Okay? That's bad. <laughs> but anyways, uh you know, my niece Milena is, is something else. Uh I just always think back to that story. Like anytime I was just like, about that to say is it. a story that is I was just about to say oh it. My so God. um <laughs> so one day I uh I went to go pick up my nephew Giancarlo from my brother's house. Cause I was waiting for him to get home from school, and uh, my sister-in-law uh, was sitting in in the uh, in her car on the street, you know, and she was waiting for my nieces to get there because she was gonna take them, right? So uh, <laughs> they get there and they're like, "Oh, hi, Theo," and they're all like just jumping around, you know, just hanging out with me real quick before they head home. But Milena decides, I want to go with my uncle. Like, I don't want to go with my mom, you know. And she, my sister-in-law tells my other niece, like, no, we're leaving. Like, we got to go. So get her. 
So they start chasing her. One goes from, <laughs> from one side of the car because she was right by. She was right in front of my car. One went from one side, the other one from the other side, trying to catch her. And she kind of like juked one and went around <laughs> her. And when she went around, my sister-in-law was already waiting for her and was like, gotcha, you know? <laughs> so she starts getting mad. She's like, ah, let Kicking me go, let me go. And she puts her in the back seat of the uh, of the SUV she has. So she opens the door and she gets her in there and she closes it. She's like, stop. Try to picture this. <laughs> and she tells her, stop. My knees, you know, that was, she just got put on the seat, right? She was just sitting down. She stands up. And she goes, and she hits the the window with her fist. with her fist as a flinch movement, like what you gonna do, kind of thing. And, and my sister in law is like, yeah, whatever. She just got in, but it was. But what's so funny is that how normal that was for her, because it's like she was like, ah, she was like, whatever, sit down, let's go, you know. But my niece was like, I fight you right now, you know. Give me your best shot, kind of thing. Or like Kristen used to say, is that all you got? <laughs> and, uh, and the funny thing is that my brother has a ring uh, camera on the floodlight and it recorded everything. But you could barely see where she flinches. <laughs> and I have that video saved on my phone. Because the windows are tinted, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, but it was hilarious. Like, I swear, she's the one that needs to be a fighter. <laughs> But she's like, this is the weird thing. She's tough like that. Yeah. But she's the most girly girl one. Yeah. And she's the most like germophobic one. Yeah. Leah's more like, I don't care, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to have fun, you know, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Milena's more like, ew, no, ew, no. Mm -hmm. But you piss her off and she's like, let's go. You know, like <laughs> that's her attitude. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess this was this was good. I, I, mm -hmm. I'm glad, you you know, we got to talk and and. And thank you so much, baby, for mm -hmm. for sharing. You know, yeah. I um I know it was tough, and it's always been tough for me to you know when people bring it up and stuff. Mm -hmm. I try not to talk about it, and I never talk about it because out of respect for you. Yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, I just want to tell you, thank you. I love you so much, and let's just let's keep trying. You know, mm -hmm. until you say, all right, you know what, enough's enough. Yeah. Or like Manny used to say, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'm 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 all in, baby. And uh, and hopefully, I mean, if, if it happens, it happens. If not, we can bring a. a yeah, a and I couldn't I in. couldn't ask for more of a support system. Like, honestly, like, if I was not with you, I don't know how I would be. You know, dealing with this. I tell you this all the time too. I don't know where I would be without you. Yeah, like. My support system is amazing. Like, my sisters are amazing, amazing. You know, like, they're constantly. What? You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Just talk to the mic. <laughs> talk to the mic. You're, like, spinning on the chair. No, but, like, I'm always talking to my sisters about this. As soon as I found out, you know, I told my mom. My sisters were on the group chat. And I told them. And, you know, they, they're like, no, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. We're going to pray about it. And, you know, I remember going to my grandma's house. And um, actually, it was just, just about maybe three weeks ago. And I went to my grandma's house and I kind of told her. And I don't know, like, I feel like my grandma's prayer is everything, you know. And I just wanted to let her know because I knew that she was going to pray for me. And one thing is my grandma is a very, very blessed woman. Like Very religious Anybody that knows woman. her knows that. She will make something out of nothing. 
I remember going to her house and maybe a lot of people can say this about their grandma, but I remember going to her house and my grandma was always the kind of person that would not make a lot of food. But if everybody was there, oh, everybody was going to get fed and everybody was going to get like yeah. get full, you know? And I remember telling her and um, the medication that I'm taking currently that we're trying the first, you know, the first round is also a medication that they give to cancer patients. So when I told her that my grandpa just heard cancer. So my grandpa thinks I have cancer now. Oh, shit. Yeah. But my grandma kept trying to tell him, like, no, she does not have cancer. But he didn't. He, he that cancer, that's all he thought. So he went to go get a plant from the backyard. And it was, like, this very, very big plant. Is that the one? Yes. Oh. So that plant means a lot to me. Thank you for watering it. I water it every, every day. Yeah. Every day. So. I mean, it's grandpa. When he yeah. gave it to you, I'm like, I got to take care of this. He he gives me this plant, and I don't know what he wants me to do with this plant. But my, my aunt and my grandma go over there, and they're telling me, okay, just eat a little bit a day, you know, and it it, 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 it creates miracles, you know? And I haven't eaten any yet because I'm scared. That plant? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're supposed to eat, like, a little piece of it. Chewy fucking ate, like, a little bit of it, like, a, a couple <laughs> days ago. Well, he is a very, very healthy puppy. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to make a salad out of that shit tomorrow. No, but, you know, so the funny thing was that my my grandma, my grandpa had told my grandma, I'm going to go get the plant from the backyard. And my grandma's like, no, like that plant's too big. Give her the little ones because I guess they have a bunch of little of the same plants, but smaller ones. So that's the big one or small? That's the biggest one they have. This one? Yes. Oh, shit. They have a lot of little ones. Okay. And she's like, my grandma was like, no, just give her a little one so she could plant it in her backyard and it can grow. But my grandpa was not having it. Mm-mm. He got even, he got mad at her. He was like, no, we're giving her this plant. And I'm like, no, grandpa, it's okay. Like, I'll take the little one. But he took it as my grandma don't want to give me the big plant, which I'm sure that was not the case. My grandma Wait, was just trying to. Let, not- me, let me just make this clear right now. Yeah. Okay. So Jeanette in LA is the favorite, right? Grandpa's favorite. You're the second she favorite. Is. No, she she is. She last year we we all settled that. At, Why? At the party over there at the Why? Remember? Uh when on the gathering after the quinceañera? I'm about to fight you. That no. he when she spoke on the microphone. It's cuz she spoke. I nah, mean, nah, what nah, was he nah, supposed nah. to anyways, do? Anyways, uh, it, it was proof that she was the favorite, right? No. Okay. Let me All right, just so you have some peace of mind. She's a favorite in L.A., okay, until, okay. until she moved to Houston. But, um, and she'll be the second. <laughs> and you're the favorite here. Yeah. All right? Cool. So that just shows how much Grandpa loves you, right? Yeah. And with you being the favorite here, that makes me the favorite. Oh, Lord. So, but, which, which, yeah. which we already know that, that since he met no, me. No, no, no. So since then, he met me, he liked me. So, you know what I mean? My Grandpa goes to the front yard, and he's going to go get the smaller plant. But he's already heated. And my grandma come, comes up to me. She's like, Christina, please take the big one because or else he's going to make like a big fit about it. So I grab the big one and there oh, I go. The, there I go. I'm taking it to my grandpa, to my car. And my grandma's like, oh, you're going to take it. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. And he like followed me over there. Like he's like telling me again, like, okay, make sure you eat a little bit of this and a little bit, you know, with your either a salad or put it in your shake or whatever, you know, you just make sure you eat just very little. He's bit. awesome. Yeah. He was until this day. I bet you he still thinks I have cancer. I hope not. I know. I told if my not, grandma. If not, I just, I just make like a car saying you're cancer free. And <laughs> Shut up. I, I mean, I don't mean it, but just so he has some peace of mind. I don't like, know. I told my grandma. I'm not trying to be rude or him? funny. No, like, I know. But I told my grandma, I'm like, please tell him. He's like, such a sweet man. So yeah. I just want to, I want to, 
I just want him to be like at ease about it. Yeah. So what better way to then put it on paper kind of thing? Yeah. You know, it's so funny because the other day we we're talking on Facebook about him. Um, he just got a Facebook. All right, recently. don't even remind okay. me about that. He just got a Facebook <laughs> recently, and I forgot what we were. Lorena was telling us, but Jasmine said something about sweet, sweet grandpa, and I'm like, Jasmine, Mama Lorena's like, no, like, grandpa was not so sweet in LA. My grandpa was the meanest man in the neighborhood. But you see that that's how you can tell people can change. Like, yes, no, it's true. I've told you that. Yeah. Because I'm talking like the meanest man like ever. Like he hated everybody except for his family. But he hated everybody. Like everybody in the whole neighborhood knew him to be that man. People would like try to. He had like it was like these four houses, kind of like a four houses that were yeah. stuck together that he owned that he owned and he had a, a big old fence and mm-hmm. i remember he would close it anytime he would try to see somebody trying to come in or anything he'll close it. he doesn't want he didn't want anybody in there ever and everybody knew that and they respected him thank god that they didn't do anything to him you know yeah. especially the neighborhood that we were we lived in okay i thought you were going to bring up the fact that he has a facebook and he sent me a friend question and i didn't answer it because but I have my reasons why, okay? Just because I have so much respect for him. I don't he want him. Don't, he don't pay attention. But I just don't. Trust he, me. He got on Facebook Live one time without even knowing. Like, <laughs> he, was, he was watching TV in his room. I know, but I'm just saying, he like, so I don't cute. want him to see me sharing the memes that I be sharing yeah. or any of the stuff I be sharing. Yeah. Because it, sometimes it's some wild shit. So mm-hmm. and I don't want him to see me any different. Like, I'm already, you know, I'm I'm myself around him. Yeah. But I don't want him to see like the crazy things I I share on Facebook and stuff. So. Yeah, no. But yeah, like that's why I didn't add your grandma either, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. With my mom, I'm kind of like eh, my mom knows me too well. She knows how crazy I am. So. Very well. Yeah. That one day you dropped it low and she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Hey, ain't nothing she's not used to seeing. That, you know? That's just. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to end it now because mm-hmm. I know you have to get back to your homework. Yeah, and it's late. late. And I told you we're going to be done before that. And look at that. We're mm-hmm. right on time. So thank you again, baby, for sharing everything you have. And you see, you want to do this more often? I enjoy this. Okay. It's like the conversations we have. Yeah. But now we're just recording it so other, other people can hear it. Mm. Which I know you're kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, just think about it like this, like. You and I cook stuff we'd like to eat, and then mm-hmm. we share it with others, right? Yeah. This is stuff we like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Now we share it with others. Yeah. Cool? Mm-hmm. And before we go, you know my question. Last time you gave me yours, but we're going to do it again. Give me a different one. If you can build your ideal taco, what would it be? Right now, I'm really loving buche. So we buy some buche, right? From the carniceria. But the one that's red, that they marinate, okay? Wait, they don't have red buche. The one we ate today was red. Yeah, but that's naturally the color. Like, they they don't put no pigment on it or anything. But when we go to, like, another place, they'd be white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's just the way they cook it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no. Anyways. Um... Fry it up a little bit because a lot of times they I don't when you, do it that way. But you way. know, I told you about that shit. No, you didn't. I, I did. No, you didn't. I, I be frying on, it up bro. a little bit. I told you about that. Okay, don't be trying fry to take that away from it with me. some warm salsa. Who salsa? It don't matter. Nah, don't lie. It don't matter. Don't you lie. Get, 
Don't lie. Look, hands okay, down. Okay, your salsa. Hands Damn. down. Hands down, Houston. I I dare you to challenge me on the salsa game, bro. Believe it or stuff. I, I'll retire you. Hands down, I'll, re- I'll retire anybody that wants to go against me, toe-to-toe. So that salsa warm, warmed mm-hmm. up because I don't like cold salsa on my tacos. Of course. Um, Maybe some lime. Okay. Well, yeah, I always put lime on we it. Finish it with a little bit of salt. No, it doesn't need salt because it's already salty. Can, whose taco is this? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot about that. Finish it off with a little bit of salt after you put lime. Okay. If you don't put any lime, don't put any salt. Okay. And then maybe some pickled onions and cilantro. Okay. Maybe some good. avocado. But you just a buche taco then, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Delicious. What about you? Why does everybody return the question to me? Can you answer? Um, yeah. So. Right now, what's your favorite taco? Ooh, right now. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. The beef cheek has been my thing lately. Yeah? Yeah. It's caught my attention a lot. Mm. I guess because of how fatty it is mm-hmm. and, like, savory. Okay, I don't really like it. I, I know, I know. But but once you top it with mm-hmm. everything that we do, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, this shit, is, this shit is bomb. You know how I like it in the flauta? Yes, when we do them crispy or when we do crispy because tacos. it tastes like butter. But when it's a lot of it... On a taco? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, with when we top it with all the ingredients yeah. that we top it with, I like it because it's like you get, you know, you get the, the saltiness and fattiness of it, but you get also the freshness of the cilantro and the salsa. And Honestly, the what I like is without pickled onions and with regular onions and a, and lime. Yeah. I yeah. don't like. I don't really care for it with pickle with our pickled onions, even though I like all the tacos with pickled onions. But but yeah, you're right. Lime raw uh, onion. Yeah. Is better. So that one, I guess, I guess I mentioned that one right now because I, I, I've had it recently and it was so good. And we have some, we still have some barbacoa right now downstairs. Um, but my all time ideal favorite taco is, um, it's, you know me, I love the pork belly Mexican kimchi, but I like when we do pork belly with a fried egg. Mm-hmm. It's with so a, with warm salsa. Yeah, mm. I, I love, I love the pork belly with a fried egg mm. because it reminds me of Fernando's Pizza over there yeah. at Weights and Measures. Mm-hmm. How it has the Very the pancetta, crispy. yeah, and the and the eggs and everything. Oh, oh fuck, so man, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So thank you again. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, again, anybody who wants to hop on, you're more than glad to to just contact me. We'll bring you on. And we'll just, you know, talk about what's going on or what projects you have going on or how's everything been and what can we do to help out. But again, everything's going to be posted on the on the link on the page uh, where you can contact us and and message us on the Instagram page. But thanks again for tuning in. You want to say anything else before we have? Peace. (laughs) Calmate. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.